always something with these fucking guys. I don't understand. Nobody understands. Nobody. And so... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Steph, we're back for another lovely episode. Hey, did you watch the video? No, You're not son yet. of a horse's mother. I'm sorry. I've been doing work and watching Ted Lasso <laughs> again. Merry Christmas. The video is important. It's more important than your work. You're probably right. <laughs> you got to give it a view. Just give it, give it, give it a view. I will. Because I'm going to need you to give me a description. Because I got to add that to the body. Oh. That way. Okay. Yeah. I already gave All it right. a title. I got, I got it. It's a bit of silly in this intro. That's it. That's the title. I'm going to add on tags and then we go from there. Copy. I got you, boss. I got you. I got you, Papa. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, see you guys on the other side. Welcome back to a bit of silliness. Yes, Steph, I am keeping that, what you just did. That's why I prompted right That's in right. there. And as always, my name is Jerry. Across from me is Steph. And we are here to talk about Ted Lasso. Yes. Episode, is this four. three or four? Episode four. Okay. Episode four. Um, As per usual, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our platforms that'd be great we love you we'll give you a shout out um make sure that you follow us across all social media and you can find us at a bit of silliness in my head i was going to go to our other (laughs) name (laughs) i need a script (laughs) anyway send us an email at info I know. Send us an email at info at a bit of silliness.com. And don't forget, we're not going to tell you how to live your life. We deserve five stars. So you should do that. But, but anything is good. And you, and if you, you have to explain why you're, you don't have to, you should explain why you're giving us the stars that you're giving us. Anyway, I digress. let's get into it. <laughs> All right, Steph. So the plan's changing for today. It's not something we usually do, but I thought it'd be interesting. I believe that this episode was broken up into five categories. And by five categories, I mean five people. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you where which one, which people it is. I'm just going to allow you to pick a number. So pick a oh, number. Here we go. Okay. One through five. I'm going to go number one. Number one. one. We are number one. I As number one, one, why not go our with first it? conversation <laughs> is Ted Lasso. Ted so Lasso. So this, I felt, was a very interesting episode for Ted coming off the last one. This was, we wake up with Ted with Sassy. We wake up mm-hmm. with Ted trying to take Sassy on a date. 
and mm -hmm. Sassy telling Ted, you're a mess. And Ted <laughs> internalizing that and being like, am I a mess? Rightfully so. I think I would have too. But you know what I enjoyed most about what Sassy did? Yes, she told him he's a mess because she can be honest with him and Ted will take it. Mm -hmm. But she explained to him why she considers him a mess. And it's not that he's a messy person. It's just that, mm -hmm. dude, you just told me that your wife is dating another guy and you just found out. Yeah. And on top of that, this is the first time that's happened. Mm -hmm. You basically just got divorced. It took me until my third year of being divorced yeah. to even get to the point where I was okay. That explanation. <laughs> she still wasn't. She still wasn't. <laughs> Not with the drink she had. That explanation yeah. was lovely. It truly mm -hmm. encapsulated someone who understood the situation and was willing to still be around this person, but explain to them, like, we can't do shit. You were not over anything yet. Yeah. You're not there yet. Yeah. I thought that was great. I thought that was full and gave him something to truly dive into about himself. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I think so, too. I think she did a really good job um, as a character to kind of soften the blow. Yeah. Um, and giving the example of herself definitely always does mm -hmm. that <clears throat> it diffuses whatever issues somebody might be having if you're if they feel attacked um and she she actually did a really good job she like you said she was able to give him that like give him the reason as to mm -hmm. why but then say this is why and it's not just mm -hmm. you and it's going, not only is it not just you, but it's probably going to take you a long time to not be a Yeah, it's going to take you time and you're going to get better, but I'm, yeah. you're at stage one. I'm already on stage 10. Like, you got time. Yeah. We can't be together yeah. now. Maybe when you get to stage three or four, we can start something. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, probably not even. And I feel like, I think maybe because she is also a therapist that she was able to yeah. do that. I don't know that someone that doesn't have training would be able to just would take be that, yeah. would be able to do that in the in the um compassionate or empathetic way that she course, did um because there there are a lot of people that can have conversations like that with friends or trusted people that they know and can empathize and can soften things the way that she did um but i think it helps that she has that, yeah, that she training. has pre-knowledge of how to <clears throat> handle these kind of situations mm -hmm. And she also has an understanding of the type of person Ted is, and he prefers honesty, and he prefers people being, mm -hmm. you know, truthful, even if it's going to hurt him for a little bit. He prefers that to just lying to him. So, yeah, you know, I thought that was good. And then I thought the conversation he had later with Rebecca and asking her, am I a mess? Because mm -hmm. the conversation he had with um, Beard and Higgins and Roy listening Wow, yeah, mm -hmm. that's nice because these are your guy friends and Beard was honest with you and told you, yeah, dude, you're a mess. It's mm -hmm. just, just the way mm -hmm. you are. But I felt that they thought he was a mess for a different reason. I think they thought he was a mess because he wasn't being emotional about the situations that he was in. Because they yeah. were more like, yo, why aren't you pissed at Nate? Why aren't you upset with Nate? Why aren't you yeah. like more 
like furious at that. That's the mess that they were hoping for because that's how they felt. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think they were coming at it with the realization, no, you're a mess because there's a lot of shit you're dealing with. Yeah, they were displacing yes. their feelings mm-hmm. on him. <laughs> um, and I don't... <sighs> I said this before, girls are magic. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> okay. So, we, we're very intuitive. We can... Not everybody. Um, but you can... Set, just like when Rebecca later on, when Ted comes, when she comes into Ted's mm-hmm. office and she's talking to him about um, like what's needing him to win. not really too much. Um, yeah, needing him to win and all of that. But she can sense that there's something going on with well, him. Well, she also had spoken to Sassy. Um, well, yeah, but. <laughs> Which Ted points out and goes like, what? Girl talk? <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Girl talk. Girl talk is. <laughs> Not what you people think, to, to be quite honest. No talk is what <laughs> As a girl, I can say. Um, but yeah, the guys, I don't think the guys are understanding Ted's issues, Ted's mess um, outside of the yeah. game. Because I don't necessarily know that they all talk about no. stuff outside of the game. I don't the think game. they have a full grasp of every single nuance of what everything that's going on which is fair enough i don't think mm-hmm. they should because they're so worried about other things and they're legitimately just mm-hmm. being coaches while ted mm-hmm. is having to experience both sides of this and this is the difference between a coach and a manager in any mm-hmm. professional sport like this is the difference between the person that's running everything versus the people who are running their parts it's like, I don't only mm-hmm. have to deal with the parts that you are dealing with day in and day out. I have to deal with that and then everything else above and that's happening in my own life. So it's yep. a great picture that points out Ted as the character and as mm-hmm. the manager. Because I think sometimes it can feel like, is Ted a good manager? Is he like, right? Mm-hmm. Is like Because he doesn't do a lot of the plays and ins and outs. Uh, no, that makes the perfect one. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to do the ins and outs and all the plays and everything. Yeah. But he has to yeah. be there and understand the people he has next to him that can. Mm-hmm. And he grasps mm-hmm. that. He gets mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. Yeah. He's he's not the best uh, football. Mm-hmm. That's weird. <laughs> Coach? <laughs> because he still doesn't really know what the heck is going on. Um, and that that's why you have to have people in your corner that know yeah. what they're doing. Um, or that have more knowledge of something than else you yeah. than you do. And Ted is very good at finding people's strengths and playing to them or playing to up to that um, and empowering them to, to be themselves around, be comfortable in those strengths. Yeah. And and, I mean, we saw that with Nate. We saw it with Nate. Nate wouldn't be where he is right now. We even saw that in parts with Jamie at different points. Now to finish off the Ted Lasso conversation, Mm-hmm. Michelle. That end with Michelle. Michelle. His speech and his monologue, which I thought mm-hmm. was very well delivered and very well purposed. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't angry. He was upset, but he wasn't angry. Like he understands mm-hmm. you have to move on. And I get that. But at the same time, you did it in a way that didn't make me feel comfortable. And you did it in a way that made me feel upset. And I need Mm -hmm. you to know that. Because at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. we have a kid. We're raising this kid. Mm 
we're loving yep. this kid and we have to do that so i have to love the family that i have no matter which incarnation it is that mm-hmm. was beautiful I just mm-hmm. didn't understand why there wasn't a little bit more of a back and forth. Because Michelle is a turd. We've already <laughs> established this. So what's your feeling on... Because she knows she's wrong. Because she knows that she messed up. When, you, when you're when you in a situation and you know that you've messed up and you're being confronted by the person that you've wronged, mm-hmm. there's really nothing... Like, her saying sorry, what is that going to... Yeah okay yeah i said sorry all right but it's like if you know better you should do better and she she knows better she shouldn't have done that i think i I was watching something what the heck was i watching a night agent i don't know what i was watching (laughs) i was maybe it was actually yes it was (laughs) and it was like people don't share things that they think they're going to uh, not be judged for, but that someone else is gonna not approve yeah, of. It's hard though, and that's exactly what she did. She didn't share it because she knew that Ted was gonna have an issue yeah. with it because it's an yeah, issue. No, it is. It's a big issue. But my question now to you, because I want to see where you're at. That ending scene where she's smiling at the mm-hmm. end when after he said everything he said. Do you think that mm-hmm. has a significance? Do you think that I means think something? when I uh I think to her it means that she's proud that he's finally letting go and and growing out of it. You like that she mm. maybe doesn't have to worry so much about where his mental state with the whole thing is. Okay. That's an interesting. Cuz I thought that maybe Cuz she better not try coming back into that's his what life. I thought it maybe no. couldn't mean. She can't. Absolutely not. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not saying that that's not what it might be. I'm just saying that she better not. <laughs> okay. All right, Steph. Two, three, four, five. Five. Uh, Wait, no, four. Okay. My God, how do you? Mate, no, five. I don't know. Pick one. Mix it up. Are they? Are they the same no. categories? Numbers it's that? Just. Yeah, like you did. Just listed. I, I, Oh, oh! There's nothing next oh, to it's it. It's underneath it. I can't see oh. which one is underneath. You're just picking. Oh, it's random. Um, oh, okay. Th- uh, <laughs> three. It really didn't make three. it any better, did it? <laughs> All right. <No. laughs> so, our second point of conversation is Nate. <laughs> so you don't like Nate. We know this. I wait. <laughs> Okay. Wait. All right. I don't like what Nate did does to our characters. I told you, I fiercely protect the characters that I like. (laughs) They are my people. Ted is your person. Anyway, Ted is my person. But Nate is a broken little boy. (laughs) (laughs) We've discussed this extensively, man. The shit his dad has done to him is horrible. (sighs) Yeah, and now he's being manipulated by Rupert. Oh, and Rupert Rupert's is like Mr. Gaslight way. himself. Like, Rupert is doing it in the most amazing way possible. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, it's wonderful. Um, Rupert is 
probably Satan's spawn. Um, but keeping the Star yeah, Wars so theme, Rupert is uh, Emperor Palpatine, who was the guy that oversaw everything over everybody in control. Is that the guy that looks like um, Tales from the yes. Crypt guy? Emperor mm, Palpatine. Okay. Gotcha. And he's trying um, to make yeah, Nate so into Darth Vader. <laughs> trying, yes. I don't think Nate's going to be Darth Vader though. And we saw that in this episode because Nate wants clearly like or understanding. Absolutely. And he he he's another one that knows that he mm-hmm. did wrong. He he let his emotions get the best of him. He's aware of that. He also knows that whatever he's feeling or at least I think whatever he's feeling towards Ted is unwarranted because Ted was never, Ted has always Mm -hmm. supported him. So in that, I have a question that came up while watching the episode because Ted would not attack Nate. He wouldn't Mm -hmm. get overly angry at Nate. He wouldn't, you know, have the same vitriol and vile that everybody else had. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think Ted knows everything Nate has done? What do you like, mean? Done like... Because there was that big explosion at the end where Nate blames Ted for everything. At the end of season two. Mm-hmm. Nate blames Ted for everything going wrong. Do you think Ted know, knew that Nate had ripped the Believe sign before they knew? Do you think Ted had known that Nate was heading towards, like... And he couldn't bring him back. Do you think Ted, like, is Ted trying to redeem Nate in some way? I think, I don't think that Ted knew Nate was going off of the deep end. Because he was dealing with a lot of his own stuff. Um, he, exactly. He was, he was not dialed into what was going on with Nate. He just saw that, I think he just saw that Nate was becoming a better coach. Mm-hmm. And maybe he thought that he had, obviously he had something to do with that. So he, so the work that Ted was doing for Nate and with Nate was coming, was being uh, done mm-hmm. well. I do think that he knows that, t- that t- Tate, <laughs> Ted, Ted and, and, and Nate. Nate, it's Tate. I, oh no, my AirPods are going to die. <laughs> Why you didn't charge them? <laughs> They're low. Oh. They just went boop, boop, boop. Um, oh, no. Uh, maybe let me this put one in there. Um, I... What Tate. were we saying? You don't um, think Nate, he knew the Nate? Oh, I do know. I do think that he knows that Nate ripped it down. Mm-hmm. Because they had that confrontation. And then... Ted came into the office and it was on the um, on, on his desk. And Ted put it back. Uh-huh. And Ted put it back exactly. So Ted Ted knew. Ted obviously yes. knew. Um, why he didn't just print out a new one? I don't because know. Because it's the fourth. But whatever. One obviously, has, we needed it for it now. To, yeah, it has to stay. It's the first one. Yes. Um, and maybe maybe that's gonna come out like later on as well. Like that, it's I I have no idea. Like that, it's there and it was repaired, and now there's gonna be a a tape, a piece of tape. I don't know. Whatever. Let's see. Um, but I like I said, I do think that Ted knew that Nate did all of that. Um, is he trying to redeem him? 
I think he's trying to be the person that is going to be nice to him no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't going to change how he reacts to Just him because, based yeah. off of what he did. Yeah. Because even even the people interviewing Nate at the end said, oh, well, don't you think it was a little bit of a snub not to shake his hand? And that's something, obviously, that Nate internalized because right away he was like, oh, I have not to only that, I, I didn't go. realize. He goes, like, he says, I was so excited. I didn't realize. I think that was the one yeah. moment where he didn't do something on purpose. Like mm-hmm. that he just did because he was so excited that he had won. Which I also told mm-hmm. you, West Ham had to win this match. Story-wise, Richmond couldn't win. Richmond couldn't even draw. And that was perfect because mm-hmm. it sets up a lot of other things. Zava's unhappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for Zava! <laughs> the team is in a bit of a spiral because they're angry. Mm-hmm. And Beard and Roy feel like idiots. As they, As should. they should. But I think Nate... How we close out with Nate is going to be so interesting. Because I don't really get where we're going to head. Because is he just going to leave mm-hmm. West Ham and go back to Richmond? Is that the redemption mm-hmm. arc for Nate? Is the redemption arc that he just finally curses out Rupert? Like, like what, mm-hmm. what do we get? Like, what is it? What is it here that becomes the thing that pushes Nate back into the light, basically? Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to be interesting to see. You know, I give Nate a lot of credit. The character choice of giving him suits is lovely. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it so mm-hmm. much because he looks so small and he's in this nice suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He does look smaller in the suit than he does mm-hmm. in the um the kit. I think that I, think I didn't that even notice that. Because he feels like a smaller person, too, most of the time. Because he feels like he's smaller than everybody. Yeah. So, you know. I think if mm. Nate gets full redemption, he has to curse out Rupert. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know how, I don't know where, but he has to curse him out and Rupert has to fire him. Do you think that his Nate's dad will show up to one of the games? Nate. Because that has to, that has to be reconciled Nate's as well. Nate's dad has to show up, and I think we're heading towards a Jamie and his dad moment with Nate and his dad, where Ted Jamie's dad. Remember, Roy stood up for Jamie. Oh, oh, oh! I, think, I thought you were saying like Jamie's dad was going to come no, back. No, no, no! I think we're heading towards a moment okay. like that, where mm-hmm. Jamie had to confront his dad, and Roy stood up for him, mm-hmm. stood up with him. Mm-hmm. I think Ted is going to stand up with Nate. And that's a piece of the okay. redemption in a way. Okay. I think. I can hope. But I don't know if they'll replay that twice when they already did it with Jamie. True. I think it might have to be that Nate just stands up for himself completely. Yeah. He, ha- he has to. He has to. He has to. Yeah. It kind of. <laughs> your character cannot come back if you don't. Yeah. You he, know he ha- and I don't know. I. I. I feel like the team has grown so much that they can, that there's they have the ability to re-accept. Oh, Nate. yeah. No, I think that's going to be a process. And I think the biggest part, but, I think the biggest funny part of that is they're going to make Nate go under Will. 
Yeah, no. come on, that would be funny. I don't think so. I don't think, and that's what I was going to say, but I don't, I think that with Nate and his his arc of coming mm-hmm. back, I don't think that he'll, I feel like he will have outgrown Richmond. I think that's nice, but if Richmond, if we're heading towards Richmond being one of the top four teams and them possibly winning the league. Oh, that's true. And Ted not being in Richmond at the end of the season, mm-hmm. someone has to take over. And I don't think Beard or Roy mm-hmm. are manager material. I mm-hmm. think the only person that can take over for Ted once Ted leaves is a fully redeemed Nate. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only way to go with it. I would like it to be Beard. Wow. But Beard... Beard, beard is weird. Beard can't Beard do it. doesn't want to be that guy. <laughs> He delivers yeah. that all the time. It was like he enjoys being the sec- almost like the second fiddle. He enjoys that. And mm-hmm. Roy, I think, could. But Roy, I think, loves being in there with the players. Because he mm-hmm. was so integral in being a player. So they need somebody yeah. to lead and go over both of them who can just also give it to Nate if he says something dumb. It's like it has. there has to be a balance. Yeah. I had not thought of that. Hmm. That is a good summary. That's a good possibility. All right. We move on to the next segment. Two, four, five. Okay. Five. Two, five. Five. Five, 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 five. Five. Rebecca and Rupert. Rupert is an a-hole. <laughs> nice, nice little. I have to. I for forgot I gotta keep this clean because we're gonna be posting on YouTube. So clean it up. So, Rupert, you are an a hole. I do not like you. You are a horrible human being. You are just a bad soul. Rebecca, mm-hmm. it is a great. You are a great person. You have reached that point after everything you did in season one. You're a great person. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. Stop forcing Ted to win! God damn it, woman! Relax! She's just super excited. We saw that. I believe in you! My God, Rebecca! Holy crikey! This was Um, some episode for her. I feel like She's also turning a page, yeah. though, or turning Absolutely. a corner. What is what is the saying? Turning yeah. a corner is that what it is? Um, with with like the whole Rupert thing. Like I oh, feel yeah. like <laughs> I feel I feel like she's starting to yeah. though. Like yes, she wants to win, obviously, and I think not only is it because she wants to like stick it to Rupert, but she's also fully invested at this point into this team. She wasn't before, before I was like, I want to win because I want to screw Rupert. Now it's like, I want to win because I I believe in you Mm -hmm. before she didn't believe in Ted. It was just like, I believe in you and I believe in this team. Yeah. Um, she's, she's fully invested in, into this, (laughs) this team. And I, I couldn't believe that she got, the way that she did because she's like this cool calm collected Ted have fun boss ass have bitch. fun Ted have fun <laughs> I'm leaving yeah. you have fun um, <laughs> so fun 
Um, but I think, I think when she saw Rupert with his assistant, Mm. something clicked in her head. Yeah. That and that, yes, I was going to say that and the fact that I think she kind of hates Bex, but the fact that Bex keeps diffusing Mm -hmm. her hate by making fun of Rupert is kind of like the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like the same thing with Nate and, and Ted. Um, Nate, Ted keeps diffusing Nate's ridiculous notions. So it makes everything, it it puts the guard down of the person that's like, but this is, that's guarded. This is my feeling like in everything that I've seen with Bex, yet yeah, she dislikes Bex because of the situation. You're okay with Rupert. That's what she dislikes. But when she deals with Bex, as a, she dislikes the fact that Bex is okay with being married to Rupert. Oh, okay. <laughs> because she hates Rupert. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she dislikes Bex as a person. No. And she doesn't dislike the fact that they have a kid together because she's not a horrible human being. That's why mm-hmm. her little in-his-ear thing moment with Rupert was like, don't you... Mm-hmm. that was poignant. And I think that, I agree with you there. I think that might be a turning point for her. Yeah. I think that might be yeah. a situation that drives her in the other side in the other direction. Mm-hmm. Which would be great. Mm-hmm. Which which is good. Yes. We need to, we get, need to, get, we need to get over this. it already. <laughs> yes. And it'll, it'll, it'll make the win against West Ham that much, that better. much yeah. better. Because she, Rupert's no longer under her skin. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a win for for yeah. us, not for not because I want to win against Rupert. Yeah. No, exactly. I agree with you one hundred percent. I think that yeah. will just finally bring everything to like we have closure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finally, yeah. no. And Rupert yeah, is I, just Rupert's evil. Jerk. Like, oh my god, how are yeah. you with your assistant? You have a wife and a new kid at home. And then you're playing sugar daddy for Nate at the end. It just it just be like that sometimes. <laughs> some people some people just don't he care. Is evil. He is pure yeah. evil. And my problem is the guy that's playing him played one of my favorite characters of all time, and I love him. Was it in Doctor No? Buffy the oh, Vampire okay. Slayer. This is oh, Wesley. I never saw it. Is it Wesley? Niles. This is Giles. The Giles. This was, you know, Buffy's right hand person, together. man. I'm like, <laughs> I can't look at him and see evil. He was so good for seven years. <laughs> Maybe all that good now has to turn to the bad side. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, yeah, he he needs to get hit by a bus like <laughs> George did. Because <laughs> he's just. He's so manipulative to to, to everyone, everyone and like everything, even yeah. even to Nate. Nate, like he told Nate, "Oh, call me Rupert," and now he's saying, "Oh, it, Rupert, blah blah blah," and he's like Mr. Mannion. Oh yeah, he switches it up. And then at the end, it. he tells him it's Rupert. Yeah. Bro, I wins, can't keep up with the. <sighs> when he wins and is confident, it's Rupert. When you're looking a little down and dumb, it's Mr. Mannion. Yeah, I can't, I can't keep up with the mental gymnastics. Yeah. Stop. No. All right. It's exhausting. That's enough of the two of you. Rebecca, thank you, and I hope yeah. you keep doing better. But 
get over Correct. this guy. He doesn't deserve your energy. Um, all right. I want to end with one. Two. No, we're going with four. Oh. Because I want to end with the other one. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Coach Ted. This is different from Ted Coach Lasso. Ted. Coach Ted. Are you guys dumb? If Coach Ted tells you not to do something, I think he knows what might happen. Just a little bit. You, know. you can tell a kid not to put their hand on the fire <laughs> and they're still going to do it. But after they do it and they get hurt and they realize why they were told not to, they will never First of do it all, again. They wanted anger from Ted. You know that's not Ted. So stop trying to get him to be angry. It doesn't work for who he is. Mm-hmm. Second, you wanted Ted to tell the whole team, but Ted's telling you, no, don't do it because if you do, he's not telling you why, but he's telling you problem. don't. Then you do it, you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Good. <laughs> you think it's going to be great. Oh, they're coming out of the out of the locker room angry. No, they came out of the locker room unhinged. They were out of control. And I thought that it was going to be good. I thought that they were like, yeah, they're going to come and they're going to play a good game. No, because I saw nope. the anger and I'm going like, oh, now I get it. Because the problem in soccer and anything, when you play angry, you play out of control. And mm-hmm. Ted goes like, I saw it. You allowed them to get out of control. Now, my Lessons. question is, how long does this last for? Because we saw there were two things within the game. When Jamie went for the goal and mm-hmm. Zava was open. And Zava mm-hmm. going like, for Zava! Mm-hmm. And the second one was that they only lost 4-1 to one and Zava scored a goal for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Where are we heading? We're, I already know from what was written in what the next episode is, the spiral continues. So it's going to be mm-hmm. another episode of spiraling down. So I imagine there are either more losses coming or ties, which puts them in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. So Zava's going to leave. If Zava ain't winning, Zava ain't staying. They have, a, they have a contract, don't they? He can they ask can for a trade. like that. He can ask for a trade. Like, I can ask for a billion dollars. That doesn't mean that I'm going to get it. not the same thing in soccer. When you ask for a trade, you literally get a trade. Wow. There's a lot of power with higher, with players of a higher quality. So think about Ronaldo. Think about Messi. If they wanted a trade, even though they're under contract, they can get a trade to wherever they want. Gotcha. Like, what are you going to say no to them? They bring in no, yeah. <laughs> no. This isn't football. <laughs> yes, you say no because I want you to stay on my team. So the answer is no. Because <laughs> then he'll stop playing, and or he'll stop playing well. You can't stop playing. I'm putting you into the game. I won't play you can't well. stop playing. You're a part of this play. What are you I talking about? Well. It happens all the time. You got to watch enough sports that's, to know that this happens all the ridiculous. time. So. The reason I broke this up into Coach Ted was simply because he knew and he was trying to warn everybody and you guys were still stupid mm-hmm. enough to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. trust the guy who gets where this might put people in a headspace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. uh, Coach Ted, <laughs> um... 
the thing with Coach Ted is that a lot of people don't understand his, or not that they don't understand his tactics, but when did we first see the video? Was it last episode? No, it was this episode. It was this episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because Beard says something like, oh, it'll it'll get them angry. And quite frankly, sometimes that's better than, you know, like this passive mm-hmm. way of playing. Um, so I think what happens is, and I guess we can talk about this on like a life spectrum. Okay. People think that things are better the way that they, let's talk about kids, mm-hmm. right? I don't have kids. But I am a child of a parent, two parents. And growing up, my mom would always tell me, don't do this, or this is going to happen if you do this, and blah, 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 blah. I didn't care. I did it anyway. (laughs) And it wasn't until I experienced it for myself that I realized, fine, you were right. Kind of like Beard and Roy did. It's like, okay, cool. And I think the good thing that Coach Ted did was told them you tried something it didn't work it's fine brush it off mm-hmm. we'll move on to the next time um so they're like he's like the parent and they're like <laughs> yes. the kids um they should not have been left alone they're like what are we say he's like surprise me surprise <laughs> that's yeah big surprise um and then they're both sitting there calling him an ass yeah, because they wanted to get reprimanded and yelled at. So and they felt anyway. so much worse for not getting reprimanded and yelled at. Mm-hmm. But that's how it goes. That's how that's how it is. Um, I like I understand t- uh, Roy and Beard's perspective. Like they want the guys to go out there and play hard, but they were already playing hard. They weren't really. F- and they were focused. I can't even say that they weren't focused. It was just that they're playing against a really good uh-huh. team. So putting in that little thorn just made everything crazy. It made them angry. Um, and they didn't know how to control that. It made them angry. It made them unfocused. Mm-hmm. It made them... It, it just... It's going to create a ripple, or it has created a ripple effect of other things. Um, I also foresee the issue of Zava being the team instead of the team because Mm -hmm. when the pundits were talking they were talking about who they think is gonna be better and they or who they think is gonna win and someone said oh coach Shelly Nate Mm -hmm. um is blah 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 blah, and that's why he's gonna win because he has a command of the thing and the other person said oh but I like Zava Mm -hmm. like it wasn't they didn't even compare the coaches or two players like it wasn't no, tart Zava and, versus... or whatever yeah. yeah it was it's that zava like there is no team anymore like there is no richmond it's zava but didn't one of the announcers so go like um zava of richmond like richmond he said something along the lines of like this is richmond this is zava's richmond's team or something like that yes yes it was the same guy yeah. so i that that's gonna be a problem and then later on when they were playing they were like oh uh that zava has to be wondering like did he make the right choice at this point yeah i so, thought that was foreshadowing for what's coming absolutely it's it's a big problem mm-hmm. um so yeah. 
there's a lot of little interesting things that got layered this episode. And I think that brings in our last point to attack this attack mm-hmm. to attack this conversation of Ted Lasso episode mm-hmm. four with, which is Keely. Okay. So before we get into Keely, I just want to point out so many little things that got layered throughout the episode that if you didn't pay attention to it, you kind of got lost. There's mm-hmm. um, damn, I knew his name last episode and I don't know his name. That's Colin. There's Colin making the joke mm-hmm. about wanting that guy, and you see yep. um, Trent in the corner noticing. Good look up. Mm-hmm. That's one. Two. There was Rebecca's statement of is Sam in there? And asking mm-hmm. if Sam is interviewing. In the single thing. Mm-hmm. That's two. Number three, and this is what feeds us into Keely, is Keely's description of Jamie and her looking mm-hmm. at Jamie. So we'll start there. Mm-hmm. What's your feeling about it? I feel like it's sticky. <laughs> It's, it, is it icky or is it just it, sticky? It's just sticky. Oh, it's not icky. Okay. Um, sticky, icky, icky. Uh, it's because because now we have Roy and Jamie mm. becoming like this duo, super yeah. bros. Um, and we saw last season that. Keely had already started to see like Jamie in a different light. Yeah. Um, she saw it at the, I think the first time we saw it was at, or the first and only time we saw it was at the funeral, the dad's funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm not a hundred percent sure. Don't call me on that. Um, the whole Roy and Keely thing. It's still there. I still want them to yeah. be together. It's still there. <laughs> but I also kind of want Jamie and <laughs> Jamie and Keely to be together. So, oh man, this is it's sticky. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping. See, because if she doesn't end up with either of them, then it's okay. So I'm hoping, like <laughs> last episode when she said, <laughs> "There's better things ahead than there are behind." Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe someone else comes into the play or. I don't think that's going to no, happen. Don't make that face. No. I know. But I, think this I is don't a I don't know or, what's going to happen. A Jamie situation. I think that's what it is. And to be very honest, I think a lot of the issues that Keely and Jamie had in the first season mm-hmm. was were based around Jamie not being an adult and mm-hmm. not being a more grown-up person. I think who I Jamie agree. is now is completely different from who he was then. Yes, I agree. And it kind of makes her able to come back to possibly being with him. And I think... But where does that leave Roy? That's where, that's, I think Roy has reached a point where he may understand that enough. He's not mm-hmm. going to like it at first. But I think mm-hmm. he's going to understand it and grasp it. It's not coming from a place where either one of them wanted to hurt him. But mm-hmm. that's why he's not going to like it at first because he still has feelings for Keely. This is yeah. going to be an interesting dynamic. 
And I think the choice is going to end up being Keeley's on who she ends up going with. If she goes with either one mm-hmm. of them, because I still think I agree with you, there's a possibility she could choose neither one of them because they are her mm-hmm. past. And mm-hmm. instead move forward in a different direction. Mm-hmm. I want to mention that the chances are she could move forward with Jack. Could be. There was something a little interesting about their interaction. Mm-hmm. And Jack but... has an interest in Keely and who Keely is as a person. There's just, mm-hmm. there were a lot of facial reactions from Jack and a lot of little things that were not mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. that deliver that Jack's interest in Keely may not solely be on business side. The business side. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's not a not possibility. Yes, you're, yes, the double negative is fine. <laughs> That's just, um, that to me was an interesting little yeah. wrinkle to add to this. And you're right. And I only think about that because of what you said with regards to she wants mm-hmm. to move forward. So this mm-hmm. is potentially an avenue for her to move forward with differently. Or Jack could offer her something that leads her away from Richmond. Yeah. That's also another way I could see it. If it's not that they end up in a relationship, it could just be that Jack offers her a business opportunity that leads her away from being able to be with either one of them. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that wouldn't wouldn't that be an issue though? Like if they end up together because she's the the VC of the company, the venture capitalist, like isn't that a problem? Uh, not at that level. Also, wait, before you get into that. Do you think that Roy and Phoebe's teacher, because I thought that from last season, could end up We haven't seen together. her this season, so if she makes an appearance, that's a possibility of an avenue they could lead us towards. So, I don't know. It's still because so early. Like... We're only in episode four. We're mm-hmm. going to get a little bit more pictures in the next two to three episodes of what the direction might be. So, mm-hmm. I think we could better answer that then. Because you know. I didn't like them back then. Now that, <laughs> now that, <Keely> might <laughs> now that Roy and Keely, <laughs> exactly, that might work out. <laughs> now, that to continue with Keely, if you could not put your tampon or pad or whatever on in a scene again, it would be great. Thank you. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong that you cool. use it. It's cool, but that was just weird. It's Keely. That's the only reason it worked, because it is Keely. Yes. Anybody else, Correct. that shit would not have worked. No, not at all. I mean, anybody else would have done it, but it's That's Keely. That's why it wouldn't have worked. Okay. So, oh my God. Barbara is obsessed with Rebecca. Yeah. I think Barbara wants to be the Higgins to Rebecca. Higgins needs mm. to shut up more often. Leave Higgins alone. But I'm only saying that because he's saying that. Cause no, because he's saying that to himself. Mm. <laughs> he keeps on going like, All I right, love I'm Higgins. Go in the other room. I can't do this. I'm going over there. <laughs> Higgins he's is so great. Funny. Rebecca wants, or Barbara wants to be with Rebecca. She doesn't. She wants to work with somebody who has. She wants. Real power. She wants to be Rebecca. Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And I think. What you just said is is pretty interesting. She's saying you just said that she wants to be working with somebody that has real power. Um, 
And I feel like her idea of power is a little misconstrued. Yeah, I agree. And that's why she is like chasing after Rebecca like a puppy dog. Because yeah. Rebecca is very good at reminding Keely of how amazing she actually is. Mm-hmm. That she because she is she's done like like shandy said she's gotten out um i mean she has her own pr firm Mm. i think that's the term um so i think barbara barbs (laughs) needs to loosen up a little bit and realize shandy's comments shandy's not a good person (laughs) she's not she needs to real. she needs to realize like tet like uh roy and and all of those other people that we said Mm. earlier that there are different ways of doing things. Yeah. And sometimes Some work better than your others. different ways are yeah. better than others. Yes. So loosen up, lady. I think we're heading towards that because Keely and Barbara connected in the previous episode. And I think we'll eventually mm-hmm. get to a point where they fully connect. I just think we need to mm-hmm. get, rid of, get rid of um Shandy. Shandy? Yeah, she's... she's Shandy's going to do something. So you want to know the conflict? Here's the conflict. Keely's going to start feeling for Jamie. Mm-hmm. Have feelings. And she's going to go over and try to talk to Jamie, and Shandy's going to be there. You think Jamie's going to let her in, though? Oh, well, she could She could pass it up as like, oh, I'm doing this whole banter thing, and, and then, I'm trying to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think Shandy, yeah, she's I think Shandy like could weasel her in, herself into Jamie's bed. And Jamie's not thinking, but Jamie's not with anybody. Like, we, yeah, we're... but you think Jamie's gonna go for Shandy Ugh. for a one night shag? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I guess it's Jamie. Yes, mm-hmm. just all right. Simple as that. Fair enough. But I think that will be the point of where we get the conflict between Keely and Shandy, where we get mm-hmm. the full release of the conflict because there's already conflict mm-hmm. building. Or changing the, the the tone of banter mm-hmm. that was bad preposterous <laughs> yeah. yes it's terrible uh, yeah I don't know she, she is um i was gonna say something and i forgot about shandy slimy shandy oh d- <clears throat> so but I guess then it would be it would be an issue. It would be a bigger issue if if Keely does go over and Shandy is there, because then Shandy could say, "Well, you didn't say that he was off limits." Oh no, no. But I, yeah, yes, a hundred percent. That could be the build of issue and stuff like that. Yeah. I just think for Keely, an issue will develop with Shandy now being in the picture, and Jamie now being interested in. Sh- well, like I don't know. Like this is going to create. Conflict. I can see that being a potential direction you could take a little bit of a conflict that causes mm-hmm. the divide between Keely and Shandy in the work. Mm-hmm. You know, so Shandy needs to. Build. <laughs> I thought I thought she was going to be good. I really, really did. I but thought I Keely guess was going to mold her. That's what happens. Me too. I thought Keely was going to, in some way, transform her. Mm-hmm. Instead, I think I not. it's showing Keely the direction she doesn't want to go in anymore. Yeah, yeah, which is good yeah. because Keely don't need that kind of drama. No. All right, this was nice. 
If I had the banter app, I would I would give it five stars. <laughs> kind of like how we should get five stars when you guys like and subscribe. Good segue. And well give us a review. <laughs> you know, because I'm on all the dating apps anyway, so I'd probably be on banter. <laughs> I'm going to remove this. <laughs> anyway, that's fine. I don't care. Um, make sure that you are already following mm-hmm. us on social media. And if you're not, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. What right? happened? Like you must. It must have been you that you unfollowed rock? us, or or the algorithm no, no, like rock. unfollowed. Maybe I don't. That's that's a bad excuse because SpongeBob and Patrick, Patrick follow us Patrick and they live under. Oh, that's right. Pineapple. SpongeBob lives in a pineapple. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Patrick follows us and he lives under a rock. So, anyway, if you don't follow us yet, the way that you can do that is you put the little at sign. Mm-hmm. Do you have to put the at yeah. sign? Well, you can just put a bit okay, of silliness, well, but at directs us directly to us. All right, cool. At a bit of silliness. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation in any, not in any way, in in a way, <laughs> email us at info at a bit of silliness dot com. Um, we'll be back on Friday with our second episode. Yes, and uh, then we'll be back on Monday, oh and then God. Friday, and then Monday and Friday, and then. <laughs> And you guys will come back, and it'll be like a big party. Woo! Fiesta! That's what it should be. We'll bring the sprinkles, as per usual. But until you done? Okay, cool. Until until the end of the week. Bye.